welcome to How to Deal When the Shit Gets Real podcast. I'm Rietta. And I'm Connie. And we're two crazy cousins talking about resolutions today because I had nothing else. I got nothing, guys. I'm lagging. I don't know yeah, what to tell you. We're lagging. <laughs> the, the holiday, we have holiday brains. We're just, yeah. And it just seemed appropriate because, you know, it's that time of year. Yep. And we've been talking about our holidays. So why not talk about New Year's Eve and resolutions? And we've both basically have come to the conclusion that we don't really believe in them. (laughs) Pretty much. I guess we don't want to say that we don't believe in them because obviously we want to encourage people to be positive and set goals, but just that you don't need the end of the year and a new year starting to as your excuse to only do it. You know, that's the only time you do it. For sure. And I remember being in school, like in high school, mainly in high school, and they'd be like, so guys, like I want you like as writing assignments. I swear I got one every single year, no matter what class of like, write down your resolutions and why they're your resolutions. And us, honestly, like I never followed them. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Let me just write it down to get it over with. Yeah. You know, and I, and I've never met a person who's been like, yeah, I had a new year's resolution and I followed through. I've never met that person at all. Cause normally if you're change, if you're a person who's changing, you're just changing, you make goals and you change. That doesn't, you're right. You don't have to wait till the end of the year to decide, Hey, I want to make a change. Yeah, exactly. I always think of that office episode where like Pam tries to get everybody to write down the resolutions and put them on the board and it just like she ends up like knifing it in half. Well, she doesn't knife it, but she ends up like folding it in half and throwing it away. And she's like, I tried. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like that's exactly what I see. And obviously because I worked in the gyms for a long time, there was always that period right after Christmas, you know, January 1st and on where for like the first two or three weeks, the gym was absolutely packed with all the new year's resolution people. Yeah. With all the new year's resolutions people. And then they were gone and then they would be back again, like two or three weeks before spring break. And then it would be done. Yep. I remember seeing that in all of the gyms I have been at and, you know, I might not be as fit as you, or like even as good as like consistently going to the gym in general. I'm like, well, I pretty do like I do go to the gym a few times a week. I may not be crazy consistent, which is one thing I'd like to work on. But like I'm like, well, at least I didn't just stop after like a month, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too. I always see a lot of statuses on Facebook and Instagram that's like, oh, I'll start on Monday. You don't need to wait till Monday. Just because it's the middle of the week doesn't mean you can't start. Start your shit on Wednesday. Start it on Thursday. Hell, start it on Sunday. Who cares what day of the week it is? And in regarding to food, I remember listening to some video. Um, It was when I was like first learning about keto. And they're like, hey, you know, if you have a weak moment and you have a bag of chips, you should not perpetuate the, well, I've had one bad thing. So now I'm just going to continue to do it until, and then start again Monday. Like that is a horrible, horrible mindset. I am sometimes guilty of it, but I try to stop myself. If you have the bag of chips, you eat it, you move on. And then you say, okay, now for the rest of the day and week, I'm going to eat better. Mm -hmm. You don't have to continually perpetuate bad eating habits. Because I know that that's one of like the top resolutions. That's it's like yeah, it is eating eating better. So yeah, exactly. And you know, 
we obviously are not trying to hate on anybody that makes New Year's resolutions. Like if you do, that's wonderful. We're not saying that it's bad to be goal oriented or to have things that you want to change. All we're saying is that like we feel it's kind of silly that you have to use the end of the year as an excuse. Like it doesn't matter when you can change whenever you want to, you can make those strives and it doesn't have to be, well, okay, because the new year is coming, I have to start it off with a bang. Like you can do even like, want. right, exactly. And even, um, I haven't followed Rachel Hollis as much anymore after her whole debacle, but the one thing that I did like that she was teaching people is, um, I think she calls it like the last 90 days where she actually teaches you to take out the end of the year instead of, doing a new year's resolution, which is kind of nice. It's a different way to look at it, but it's still, you know, you don't have to just do that either. You can improve yourself at any time. What's taking out the last 90 days? Like you just like, don't consider like December, like December or January don't matter or what? No, she just having you finish. Like, I think it was November. Well, it'd have to be October, November, December. And like, you're doing a whole bunch of goals there instead of waiting for the new year. Like you're going out with a bang. So you're drinking more water, you're exercising consistently, you know, whatever. Got it. Okay. I I don't know exactly her whole spiel, but I know it was like a big hashtag on Instagram for a while, like last 90 days or whatever the heck they call it. That was literally me and Tom last year. Not so much this year. Like we were going to the gym every single day because we knew we were going to be having some of those holiday meals and we didn't want to deny ourselves. So we were like, we are going to the gym every single day for like, like you said, like the last 90 days. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it was called that, or that wasn't even a thing, but we're like, we are not like going to just sit on our ass and then eat a whole bunch of crap. That's bad for us. Well, my husband, (laughs) yeah, that is. And my husband and I actually joke about that all the time. Like we say one of the main reasons we work out is so that we can eat what we want, which is, I mean, it's kind of funny and kind of also true at the same time, because I don't believe in denying myself anything like we've talked about on previous podcasts, like everything in moderation, but I definitely have days like everybody else that I eat more sugar or more carbs or more candy or more whatever than usual. And there's no reason to feel bad about that, but I'm just thankful that I got in the gym that day. So yeah, maybe I ate a lot, but at least I worked out this morning. (laughs) Exactly. I feel that. Yep. So I feel that as they say, some people live to eat and some people eat to live. I mean, I, I like resolutions and stuff. They're fine. I just feel like some people set unrealistic goals. Like, yes. so, so say if you're one of those people who are going to the gym in January and are burnt out by March, maybe you need to rethink your goal. You know, maybe it's not like if you've never been to the, or like you only ever end up in the gym in January, maybe Mm -hmm. you need to rethink of it as like, okay, I want to add going to the gym two days a week so that you don't get burned out and then slowly add more days, more time, whatever. Yeah. And that goes with any goal. No, that's a good point. Obviously you want to make, you know, realistic expectations for yourself. Absolutely. Because, um. People do tend to get out of, you know, sets too high of a bar and then you're really hard on yourself when you fail and you're not doing yourself any favors by doing that. Well, and you can readjust, you know, goals in general, not even, not even just resolutions, but goals in general, they can change over time. If you realize something, okay, well, this is too much, or this is going to be like a long-term goal. I'm going to have to have multiple steps. That's okay. You don't have to like win Rome in a day, you know? 
Yeah, no, that's the important thing is to have multiple steps, whatever it might be. And it's also really important to have very like specific goals. Like just saying like, I want to lose weight is not usually enough. Maybe you say, I want to lose five pounds. I want to lose two inches. I want to fit in this dress. Like, you know, make a more specific goal than just, I want to lose weight or I want to eat healthier or I want my hair to grow longer or whatever. Yeah. And then make a plan and even quite possibly like research, maybe talk to a specialist, especially if like you're extremely overweight. I feel like it could, like you might have to talk to somebody about, you know, weight loss. Yeah. Because sometimes it's a a metabolism issue and like a health issue and you need to talk to a doctor. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, just to throw this out there, obviously your resolutions don't only have to be weight or health oriented. Those are just the most popular ones. So that's why we're talking about it. But your resolution goal can be whatever the hell you want. It could be that, what's something random you want? Like as Connie and I, as writers, you know, I want to write 200 words a day, 500 words a day, you know, or 500 words every other day, or I want to journal every day, or I want to take more pictures. You know, it could be anything. Oh, for sure. Actually, when you said I wanted to grow my hair longer, I'm like, hey, that's me. <laughs> because I actually did like a few months ago, like did some research because I was like, I feel like my hair is staying in like the same place. Why is that? And I happened upon an article that was like going through some of like the growing your hair, like myths, like, oh, you need to sleep on a silk pillow. And they're like, no, it doesn't really do anything. Like, nice try. Um, like they tried out all of these different ones and they were telling Mm -hmm. you like how it works. And so I got some like good tips off of that. And now my hair has been growing a little bit better for the, since I started. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm always growing out my hair. Like it's permanent thing. Like I'm growing my hair. (laughs) You're like, I'm trying, really trying. I don't know if you've, if anybody's seen that movie, um, like what's your number with, um, Chris Evans and Anna Ferris, but like, that's one of her lines in the movie. She's like, I'm, I was growing out my bangs. I'm always growing out my bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen that movie. I'll have to go and, and uh, check it out. Oh, I love that movie. It's so, it's cute. It's, you know, a funny rom, it's a rom-com. It's really cute. Yeah. It sounds like it, especially yeah. if there's a line about growing out your bangs. <laughs> You know, that's kind of Anna Ferris for your Anna Ferris, whatever, however you say her name. Either way, we get it. Um, the other thing that I thought about talking, and we can always go back to resolutions, is um, both of our families kind of have a tradition of making a certain thing on oh, yeah. New Year's Eve or New Year's Day that, like, you believe you eat it for whatever reason, whatever your thing might be. Um, like Grandma Shrank, you know, I yes. think we touched on it a little bit. Connie touched on it a little bit that she likes to make donuts. Yes. I need that recipe. Yes. Do you know, I don't know if she ever gave us a reason. Is there a reason that we eat donuts? Yeah. She says how her donuts turn out, um, predicts how the year will be. So like if she has like a really good batch, it's going to be a good year. And if they don't turn out as great, then it's not going to be a great year. I guess last year the batch didn't come out good. (laughs) I don't even know if she made the batch last year. Maybe that was it. Yeah, maybe that she just skipped it all. See what happens, guys? This is why we had a bad 2020. Grandma Shank didn't make donuts. Actually, what she said is she made them early. So maybe that's oh, why. Maybe that's why. You you did it too early. The magic didn't stick. I guess. Darn it. <laughs> and then the my my other side of the family, my 
father's father and mother, um, they always believed in eating heron on New Year's Eve slash on New Year's Day. I don't remember which one. I think it's actually, I think it's right at midnight. You eat pickled herring or herring. Um, and that comes from like the Scandinavian countries, Poland, Scandinavia, you know, those types of countries. Um, and usually it's done because it's, they're first of all, they're silver. Um, so the silver coloring and like many nations has something to do with it. And then, um, it's supposed to bring in a year of prosperity and bounty and like good luck. So that's why. So do you do that now? Do you carry on the tradition or you're like, no, (laughs) um, I don't know if you've ever had pickled herring, but it's gross. <laughs> really very good. <laughs> so I've, n- I've never done it. My dad does it. So I just count it as. Okay. My dad did it. Because my dad. Yeah. I guess my dad did it. So yeah, my dad doesn't. I just call it good. Cause it just is. I like fish. Obviously, you know this. Like, I like fish. I like sushi and all that, but. But pickled fish is, you know, that's on another yeah. level. Yeah. And it's, I think if it was just herring cooked maybe i would like yeah. i would consider it like pickled no it's just oh. and it you know it doesn't smell the greatest so you're kind of like eh. <laughs> yeah basically you're like and i also don't want to like puke so you know yeah um but so, i mean like the donuts we can all get down with eating donuts right i can get down with eating donuts so well <laughs> See, and of course, like you want to try, but then you worry that it's not going to come out good and then you're going to have a bad year. <laughs> yeah, really. And we yeah. should have uh, looked up more like things that people do to start off the new year right. I do remember like always eating like pizza and hanging out until midnight and like watching the ball drop with uh, my old childhood friend. Like mm-hmm. that was like literally every year until we were able to drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I looked it up just because I wanted to be able to tell you guys why the silvery thing mattered because I knew there was a reason it mattered. So the silver color resembles um, that of coins, which is a good omen for um, future fortune. So that's why the silver color. So have you ever felt the need to like go to like New York City and like be one of those crazy people in Times Square? Because I have not. Like, no. I see that and I'm like, that looks fucking cold as shit. No, thank you. See, I don't I don't mind the cold. That part wouldn't bother me. I don't like people. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, like, I too. guess I should say I don't like that many people. Like, I don't want to be like shoulder to shoulder with people. I do want to go to New York to experience New York and Times Square, but not necessarily on New Year's New Eve. New Year's Eve. It's yeah. Same. I was 100% pissed when we went to New York State to check out some state park instead of going to New York City. I was real when I was young. I was like, are you kidding me? We're like driving past New York City and we're not going to stop. We're not going to do anything. No Statue of Liberty. Like I really tried. I was like, but there are so many educational things to do. A for effort. <laughs> I, you know, I tried. And it was like, I think I tried when we, I found out we were going to New York. I think I would try for days trying to convince them to like, no, we need to go see the Statue of Liberty and this and that. And yeah, yeah. It didn't work. My uh, fathers need to take photos of, of leaves, one out. Oh, my god. Or goodness. whatever he wanted to take photos of because I don't remember the year, like the time. Yeah. Where, when you were going, uh, yeah, um, I his really nature want, photos went out, but that's of point. course. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to go to see the 9-11 memorial. That's oh yeah, mm-hmm. really up on my list now, but I haven't made it yet. I'm sure I will. I really like, well, they're not doing it this year. Last year, I guess last year was the first time. I usually just watch it on TV, but I always watch the Winter Classic on New Year's Day, whether on TV or last year I went. Um, was it last year? No, the year before. Sorry, year before. And that's just, I guess, kind of a New Year's Day tradition. Kyle and I always watch it. It's not going to be on this year, so that's kind of poopy. But, Sad. you know, yeah. is what it is. Yep. Yeah, other th- I don't really have, like, any, like, New Year's Day traditions or anything like that, except for, like, the donuts. Yeah, the donuts. And, yeah. I, and you know, what's even sadder is, though, I don't even think I've ever had a donut for, of Grandma's. I just know yep. she makes them. I don't think I've ever actually eaten one. You know what? I don't think I have either, honestly. And Sad. When, and last year when my mom was here, she was saying the same thing. She's like, we need to make donuts. You know, we're not with grandma. And I'm like, get, well, get the recipe. I can't just pull donuts out of my butt willy-nilly. Like, I need the recipe. Yeah, and I'm also curious to see, like, if she, like, bakes them or fries them. Because you could do either one. And I also have seen some keto donuts. And I'm like, oh, I really want a donut pan now. Make some keto ones. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty – I'm 90% sure Grandma fries them. 90% sure. I think she has tried baking them, though, one year. One year she did bake them. I do remember. And I do believe that year it did not turn out good. <laughs> yeah. So that was a bad year. Just, just, yeah. Yeah. Just P.S. Yeah, I'm 90% sure she fried them because my mom, my mom talked about when she made them when they, when they were kids, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, how like, wow, she would fry really, them. That was a, that, so it was a really long tradition, actually. As far as I know, I'm like, I mean, I don't know how old my mom was when she says kid. I mean, she could have been a teenager, who knows, but I know she did talk about grandma doing it when they were younger. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like those kinds of traditions. I'll have to start, um frying some donuts up here maybe if we both try and even if they're both kind of bad we get like it like washes out yeah yeah it'll be fine no i was like i was just gonna try and like learn from the pro this year i was just gonna go over to grandma's house be like listen we're making them i need to know how and i like watching her do stuff because sometimes okay like she might have a recipe written down but sometimes there are ways that she does stuff where you actually have to see it's not really written in the recipe you have the ingredients you have the basic steps but nothing's really like her small details aren't really written down in my opinion no i think a lot of recipes are like that because i have a bunch of my grandma vick's recipes and then i have my great grandma hattie's recipes because she was one of the best bakers Um, my mom actually she tells the story all the time where Hattie was making fudge and she didn't like the way she, it came out and she was literally pouring chocolate fudge down this drain. And my mom was like, no, no, it's good. Let me eat it. Don't pour it out. And she's like, no, it's not good enough. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, <laughs> I also can't imagine that being good for your drain. I mean, like that's some drain issues right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but it's the same thing where like they either write shorthand or they don't include everything and you're like, how did I get from there to there? Like, I'm not sure. So I, oh, and I like looked at my grandma's um, stuffing recipe and I feel like I'm for sure missing. Okay. So it says 12 cups of cubed bread, right? Whoa, mine says four. And then it says two cups of, um, broth 
I'm like, there's no way. Like, so at first I did the two cups. I was like, that's not even moist. So I just kept on adding it until it like came together. I was like, this is not the correct amount. Like who, like my mom's recipe is for sure jacked up. Cause I'll send 12 cups. No, I'll send you my, I, I literally was on the phone with grandma and I wrote it down like back when she was still like, I mean, not that she's not still all there, but when she was even more so there, like on the phone with her, I'm like, all right, grandma, read it to me. And like literally wrote it down. So I can send you a picture of it. It's four cups. Yeah. Yeah. And mine had 12 cups, but like two cups of broth. I was like, this isn't right. It was in my mom's handwriting. So I'm sure she was trying to do like a double or triple recipe. Probably. And it didn't write down the correct amount of cups of broth because I mm-hmm. guarantee you that's not right. I don't even, I think on mine, it doesn't even say how many, how much broth. It literally just says to sprinkle it on there until it's moist. So I just, you know, pop Keep the going. little hole. I just pop the little hole in the can and stir it and then stir it and then put, pour it, you know, because you can yeah. tell that's something that's easy to tell when it starts to get like sticky, you know, that it's oh, got enough on sure. it. For sure. But yeah, I just thought that that was kind of funny. No, that is. I knew there was something wrong with this recipe. (laughs) It just reminds me too of watching like the Great British Baking Show. Like when they get the technical challenge, it'll be like bake the dough, and they're like, "At what temperature? How? That's it. That's all I get. Okay, (laughs) figuring it out. Great. Yeah, exactly. So I have that problem too with, especially with more of Hattie's recipes, because I think she was such a good baker. Like she just kind of had like side notes. So it'll be like make brownies and you're like, well, that's what I'm trying to do, but how how do I make the brownies? And then it'll be like, you know, you're like, (laughs) it's such a partial recipe that it's like, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Like, uh, I feel like this is missing something. This is not turning out right. Yeah, and it'll be like pour bowl bowl one into bowl two, and you're like, well, which one's bowl one and bowl two? (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're just going to bake this up as we go. I have now deemed you bowl one. (laughs) It's like, all right, I'm glad this made sense to her, but Jeebus, somebody should have been like, okay, Grandma, before you die, can we specify what these recipes mean? (laughs) Well, and then all of grandma shranks are all in her old recipe books with like notes on the side. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I think you're you, like, if anybody got grandma shranks recipes, you would have the same problem because well, one, her handwriting is not the greatest. Like I can't, sometimes I cannot decipher the cursive. Her cursive mm-hmm. is not, like, it's, it's cursive. It just takes a little, a moment to decipher. Mm-hmm. And I just think that sometimes, like, I think we've had, like, at least, this happened at least twice, where, so there are two sugar cookie recipes, one on top of another, and we kept on doing the wrong one, so we actually had to X out one recipe, and, like, put, (laughs) use this one, like, this is the right one. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's in her book. I saw it last year when I took a picture of it. That's awesome. That's, I had a doctor that I used to work for and he didn't necessarily even write in cursive. I don't know what he did, but I could never read his handwriting. I'm like staring it's at It's that it. doctor I'm like, writing. I'm like, and I've worked for several doctors. This one was the worst. And I literally have to go to him and be like, what is this? And he would get mad at me. He'd be like, it's this rotator cuff tear. And I'm like, I, that looks like 
gibberish to me. Like, if I knew what it said, I would not be wasting either of our times asking you. Like, it was, I wish I had a picture of it. So it was ridiculous. I love it. That's, I mean, I finally like figured out ways to kind of like decipher it, like you said with grandmas, but it took me a while because I was like, this, it literally didn't look like anything. Well, and see, even sometimes my mom's cursive. I'm like, what are those? Um, it could be three different words. I'm not sure which. Let's see which one makes most sense. Exactly. And I know it was him because even the girls at the surgery center, because he was an orthopedic surgeon, would call and be like, um, what does this say? And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> no clue. Let me look at the person who needs to answer. Let that. me look at my own notes in my own handwriting so I can tell you, hold on. Exactly. So let's get back to business on New Year's. What else you want to talk about, Rietta? I don't what know, are your goals? What, Anytime. Uh, so what are your goals for this year? I mean, I know you don't have resolutions, but I know you and you always have goals. Well, I'm, um, I don't know if I talked about this right. If I did, I'm sorry, guys. The book is at the editor right now, my next book. So I'm hoping to publish that, start off the new year with a bang. Not that it has to be the new year, but you know, it just, the timing worked out right. Um, so I'm hoping to have that published, you know, in January. So that's my, see one step at a time. That's my one goal right now. It's already written. It's at the editor. I have a beta reader, one beta reader. I need two more beta readers. They'll read it. And then we're going to publish. I'll read. I'll okay. read, but I, I, but you might not want me to read. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can read. Um, you know, beta readers are supposed to help, you know, get out the final kinks before any edits and stuff. Usually I you're not supposed to pick somebody that's super close with you, but you haven't really read my stuff, so it might work out anyway. Well, and if it makes you feel better, I have read and edited my other friend's books before. Yeah. And I would tell her like, this, this is what I think. This is the same. This is what I, you need to change. Yeah, so that would be I'm, good. I'm pretty and, honest and I'm not mean about it. So if you're worried about that, because I w would always be worried about people reading my shit and being mean. Because <laughs> like, I'm is, mean to myself, you know? Oh, yeah. We're our own worst critics. And it's always hard to put something out there that you worked on, but you just have to do it anyway. And at least it already went through the main editor. You're just basically getting out like the final little kinks. Like if she missed, like in my last book, she missed something like it said for instead of from, which if you've read the whole thing, that's super easy to miss, you know, on the go through. So you're basically yeah. looking, you'll be looking at stuff like that. Are you doing uh, Amazon publishing again? Yep. Yeah. It's a, yep. It's the easiest and the best way and you get the most money out of it. And actually my neighbor who lives on the street, she's published nine books and she's like, I will give you the download on ads and how to make money off of them. I'm like, yes, yes, please, please. please oh, really? Do. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So when we get off ROM and we can go chill at the park, she's got four kids. We'll let the kids run around and she'll give me the skinny. Are you going to do it for like the new book and for the old book? Do probably. Yeah, like probably. I mean, if it works, that's awesome. I know. I've actually thought about doing um, ads for our podcast. I have two. So, and I'm sure some of her stuff will probably apply to that. So I'll see what she has to say. It's just basically she knows a way to make it worth your while that you'll at the very least get your money back that you invested. And then usually she gets a steady. So if I can do that, that would be fab, you know. Oh, hell Yeah. Then I'll so need what, to learn some of the ways as well. <laughs> yeah, and then I will teach you. So what are uh, your goals, resolution, whatever you want to call it? Um, I want to be a little bit more consistent with my 
like healthy, like, cause I, I already eat pretty healthy, but I feel like I'm not like consistent enough. Like there's too many times where I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll eat whatever I want. Like I need to find some sort of balance really yeah. is what it is. Um, and then I'd like to publish my book by um, October of this year, but I barely have a chapter. There's a reason why it's October because it's a haunted romance. So look forward to that. Really wouldn't make any sense like any time of the year. Like it needs to be sometime in October. It needs to be in spooky month or else it's kind of just a random book. <laughs> well, not that it necessarily matters, but I get it. No, I totally get that. That's like when I published my first one, I published it on Kyla and I's anniversary because it was a book about Aww. us and it just made sense. So, you know, those little, I totally That's get it. So those cute. little things. I thought about waiting for mine because it's kind of like a steamy romance and I still might do it. I might do it on Valentine's Day. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. That's just a good depending on when the editor gets it back to me, which she's supposed to the end of this month. And then of course, however long the beta readers take to read it. So I'm mm. not, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a longer and even pushing your window out as long as you're still moving in steps towards the right direction. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is like, I have to start working in steps and actually writing, you know, only having like a few pages is not what a book makes. <laughs> yeah. So you should, um, you should read this book that I read. Um, I think her name is Anne Lamott, something like that. And if there's any other inspiring like writers or it might even apply to other things, I don't know. Um, she gives a lot of really kind of cute tips, not even necessarily cute tips, I guess like honest tips. And she literally carries notebook cards around in her purse. And like, if she hears somebody at the grocery store or at the park or whatever, say something, or she just hears something that she thinks is funny or like she writes it down um, and either like use it later for a character or whatever. And I love that idea. I don't carry note cards. I carry just a little notepad. So you could do it however you wanted, but I just thought that was such a cool idea to like get your thoughts really going. What I should have done is this, it, it only happened like one time is I like was thinking out, I was like about to go to bed and you know how sometimes your mind just won't quit. Mm-hmm. And in this case, my mind was literally typing out in my mind, like visually, like probably the first chapter of the book. And I should have just woken up and started writing, but like I didn't, I was like, no kind you need to fall asleep. Like for whatever reason, or mm-hmm. I, I was either that or I was like, no, you'll remember this. No, you won't. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, usually whenever I have un- like those kind of situations, which it's harder when you're going to sleep, but I had one not too long ago. I think, it, I don't know if it was a dream or if it was like I was kind of halfway half asleep, but I literally like just wrote it in my notes in my phone because I knew I wasn't going to remember because we've talked about it like where we've done it before and I was like, oh, I'll remember and then you don't remember. Exactly. So use your notes in your phone, keep a notepad, you know, all that stuff. But honestly, and this is not just good advice for writing a book, I would say like for your goals as well. Like if you have an idea on how to reach a goal, yeah, you can write it down to remember it. Or if you think of like better steps to help you reach your goal, write it down for sure. Mm Because you'll never remember like what you wanted to do. And sometimes when you're talking about like these health and fitness goals, like Mm -hmm. making a 
like reminder in your calendar and stuff like that to do specific things could also help for anything, not just health. Like I love reminders, reminders and your calendar are Mm -hmm. for sure tools that you could utilize. Yeah. I love having the note thing in my phone, but I'm definitely a pen and paper person, which is why I carry, um, a pen and a notepad too. Cause I just, I don't know. There's something about putting the pen to paper that I just like. I'm surprised you don't write your um, novels out first on pen and paper, but I think your hands would cramp. <laughs> I have, when I've had um, writer's block before I have switched to pen and well, I did pencil on paper and well, I wrote, way. I think this last book, I probably wrote a good 20 plus pages or so by hand. Nice past the um the writer's block yeah and sometimes I mean I can type fast but sometimes I feel like I can write faster I don't know it's just different so it just it gets you in a different mindset so sometimes it just helps to switch it yeah and sometimes it's like yeah if I if it doesn't really make any sense I can just continue writing and see what happens right and that was another thing that she talked about in that book um is writing a shitty first draft which I've talked about on here before, like don't necessarily worry about what it looks like. Don't go back and read it. Just write. And yeah. And I think that's my problem too. Yeah. You have to just write. Um, that was my problem too with my first one. Like I was so focused on like, it has to be good. If I'm going to write it, it has to be good. And like this time I was just like, <laughs> how many, cause like, I think the last book you had like two or three edits. How many has this one gone through? Yeah, I did three last time. Two of them were by the same girl. And then, one was by the one that I'm using now. I'm only doing one edit this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I feel the story. I feel the story is pretty solid. Um, I mean, she's still going to tell me if there, if she feels that there's any like holes or if something doesn't fit, but it's not as detailed it was as it was the first go around. And it just, it's a more focus on um, punction, punctuation, grammar. And like I talked about with you um, tenses, cause I tend to switch back and forth. Oh yeah. I have the same issues. Well, I'm glad it's not just me. I thought it was like a weird thing, but I think it's pretty common that oh, your mind your mind goes back and forth. And I think there's this tendency when you're writing for like sometimes for your mind to switch off from writing and to switch to writing how you talk. And writing how you talk does not necessarily make a good book. Right. And that's how those tenses in the grammar gets caught, kind of all smushed together. But yeah, those are my two things to, I, who knows if it'll happen. I, I should probably make some more detailed steps and like try to like write X amount of words a day. Yeah. Cause a lot of times when you set yourself a goal and even if it's a small goal, you know, I'm going to write 200 words today. Cause that's, that sounds like a lot, but it's really not. You will end up finding that you will write more. Like once you get rolling and you hit that 200, like before you know it, you'll be at 500. Exactly. So let's hope. Yeah. Here's to hoping. And guys, we want to hear what your goals, dreams, resolutions are and what steps you are taking on our Instagram. So make sure you hit us up there. Yes. And this is how to deal when shit gets real. Make sure you hit us up and keep it real, yo.